This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa bihi nasta'inu ala umuri dunya wa ad-din wa al-aqibatu al-muttaqin wa la udwana illa ala al-zalimin. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. My brothers and sisters, we are still continuing our series where we discuss some of the major sins in Islam. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from falling into these sins and to make, give us the tawfiq and the understanding to repent to Allah if we fall into these sins. And it's important that we always remember that if you do happen to do a major sin, not all hope is lost. You can always go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا Allah forgives all sins. Of course, provided that we repent to Allah sincerely. And the way we repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we sincerely regret what we did, we stop doing it, and we sincerely decide to never do it again. And inshallah ta'ala, Allah will accept your repentance, like the Prophet said, وَمَنْ تَابَ تَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ So, today we're talking about a sin that sadly is something that many people are doing. And it is one of the things that really uh, is very shameful that it is happening so often in our homes, and that is being disobedient to your parents, being undutiful to them. The situation with the parents and their rights is spoken about in the Qur'an. So Allah speaks about them over and over again in the Qur'an. And there are numerous hadith from the Prophet ﷺ discussing the importance of parents, the rights of parents, where they are in, in our religion is among the highest levels, and they deserve the utmost respect, they deserve uh, the utmost love and compassion. And subhanAllah, you will find when you look at the Quran and Sunnah that there is not a lot of emphasis with regards to parents and, and, and their children. Why is that? Because the rahmah, the mercy that comes from the father and the mother towards their children is extremely natural. So a mother doesn't need to be reminded to worry about her son or her daughter. She does it naturally. Yet Allah does speak about the rights of children in the Qur'an, but not as often as the rights of the parents, because it is the children that tend to forget the maqam and the manzil and the level and the status of their parents. It is the children when they grow up and they move out, they tend to forget their parents. It is the children that even in their teenage years, or as, as soon as they have a little bit of intellect and they believe, they understand how the world works, that they think they know better than their parents and they tend to disrespect them. This is why there's a lot of emphasis and a reminder of be good to your parents. And ikhwani fillah, my brothers and sisters, the issue with uh, the parents in Islam is so important that our salvation and our Jannah is connected to our parents. To the point where Rasulullah actually referred to them as gates of Jannah. And... Uh, when Allah speaks about the parents, Allah speaks about them in different ways. Sometimes Allah is telling us of their right. And Allah, whenever Allah speaks about His ultimate right, our Creator, He couples it with the parents. And you will find this in Surah An-Nisa, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعَبُدُ اللَّهِ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا إِحْسَانًا Worship Allah and do not associate any partners with Him and be especially good to the parents. You'll find it in Surah Al-Isra, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ 
ihsana. And your Lord has decreed that none has a right to be worshipped except Him and be especially good to your parents. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about them numerous times in the Quran uh, and you will find many ayat dedicated to the parents. And there's enough virtue in the level and the status of the parents, the fact that Allah mentions them directly after himself. So once we understand the rights of Allah, the rights of parents come next. And why is this, ikhwani filah? This is because our relationship with Allah is based on what? We single him out in worship. We obey Allah's commands. We live our life not the way we want, not the way we desire, but the way Allah wants us to desire. Wants us, the way Allah desires us to be or wants us to be. This is what Islam is about. Now, when, when we are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it should also come from a place of gratitude. We are thankful to Allah for everything He has given us. Why is it that we say Alhamdulillah? When we be, the first thing that we say when we read the, we start the salah, Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belongs to who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are grateful to Allah. Why? Because of everything Allah has given us. The, uh, the fact that we are speaking, eating, drinking, living and learning. All of this is something Allah has given us. Our whole life, Allah has given us. And we are grateful to Him. Now, with regards to the human beings, if you were to look, which are those that have given you the most? Is it your neighbor, your friend, your co-worker, your brother? No. The ones who have given you the most whom you have a relationship of gratitude with, is who? It is your mother and father. So, it is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, and this is an Islamic principles, my brothers and sisters, we must be grateful to those who do good for us. We must be grateful to Allah for everything He has given us. We must be grateful to our parents for everything they've done for us. And this is, we must be grateful to just everybody that does good for you. And this is among the character of the believers. The Prophet in a hadith, the one who is not grateful to the people will not be able to show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Based on this principle, based on this, we need to be able to show gratitude to our mothers and fathers by giving them their rights because they took care of us and they did everything for us. Our mothers carried us in their wombs how many sleepless nights because of us? How many times did they wake up for us to feed us, to take care of us? And now that we're strong, now that we've grown, we just sneer at them, don't listen to them, don't obey them. This is showing, uh, this is not being grateful. This is what? This is not being grateful. And if you can't be grateful to your parents, are you going to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because it is an, a character you must embody. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَأَنْ and be grateful to me and your parents. Be grateful to me, Allah says, and your parents. So it's very important to understand where the essence of our obedience and our love and our dutifulness and our kindness to our parents comes from. Now if you look at the messengers whom we are supposed to imitate and emulate and be like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Maryam, He speaks about a dear prophet, Prophet Yahya alayhi salam. And when Allah was describing him, Allah said, وَبَرًّا بِوَالِدَيْهِ وَلَمْ يَكُنْ جَبَّارًا عَصِيًّا And he was kind and dutiful and obedient to his parents. 
And he wasn't one that was oppressive like a tyrant, nor was he disobedient to them. So here you have Allah praising a prophet for his relationship with his parents. Right after those passages, in the same surah, Allah speaks about Maryam. And when Maryam brought uh, the, the baby Isa السلام, back, whom had no father like we know, and the people started questioning her and interrogating her, where did you bring this baby from? She pointed at baby Isa السلام, and then he spoke. And he said some amazing words. Among the things uh, Isa السلام, said as an infant was, وَبَرًّا بِوَالِدَتِهِ وَلَمْ يَجْعَلْنِي جَبَّارًا شَقِيًّا and I will be grateful to my parent, to my mother. And I will be righteous and kind and dutiful to my mother. And Allah has not made me someone that is a jabbar, someone that is abusive and to his mother. So, this is the character of the messengers. So we know that the reason we are good to our parents is because everything they've done for us. The reason we are good to our parents is because Allah commands us. And I want to highlight something here that's quite important. One might argue, my mother and father were not good to me. Therefore, I will not be good to them. Because we made that connection, you should be good to them and show gratitude because of the things that they've done for you. Now, yes, that is true. But, First and foremost, the reason we show them extreme kindness and we are obedient to them is because Allah asks us to do so. And we are servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we do what Allah wants us to do. So, yes, the rationale, the logic behind being good to your parents includes that everything they've done for you. But let's say they were horrible to you. It is a possibility. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't make all parents benevolent and great people. They have good and they have bad. But the rule stays the same. You show goodness and kindness to them regardless of how they are to you. Regardless of how they are to you because this is an act of worship and this is a right of theirs. The children have rights over the parents just like the parents have rights. We're discussing the parents' rights right now which is to be obedient and kind to them. This is a must regardless of what they do or who they are regardless of the faith they have and their belief. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in Surah Al-Luqman about the parents. Allah says, And we have commanded the, the, the people to be extremely good to their parents. And Allah speaks about how the mother carried her, her, her child. Uh, and then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that if they ask you uh, to do something, that comes in direct uh, against that which Allah wants you to do. فَلَا تُضِعْهُمَا وَصَاحِبْهُمَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفًا Then do not obey them in that which Allah doesn't want you to do, but still show them good companionship in this world. This is the Salah of nuzul or the reason of revelation of this verse, was because of a companion whose mother said to him, leave the deen of Muhammad, or I will stop eating and starve myself. This is what Allah says in the ayah, إِنْ جَاهَدَاكَ عَلَىٰ أَن تُشْرِكَ بِهِ وَإِسْلَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٌ فَلَا تُدْعُهُمَا وَصَاحِبْهُمَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفًا And if they encourage you to commit shirk, for example, the ayah mentions shirk, 
if they encourage you to leave Islam, what's worse than that? That is not being a good mother or father. A mother or father are encouraging their child to, to commit shirk. But even if they do that, the worst sin possible, if they encourage you to do that, don't listen to them. Why? Because the obedience of Allah comes first. But still, show them good companionship. And it's very important that we, we kind of reflect upon this. Good companionship and friendship doesn't mean that they live in a city and you visit them once a year or you call them uh, once every three months. That is not good companionship. This means that you should be with them as much as you can. You should be, be there for them when they need you, especially as they grow older. And you should take that responsibility and be there for them the same way they were there for you when you were younger. Uh, showing them good companionship, building a relationship with them, being able to have conversation with them, being able to make them laugh. This is what it means to show them kindness. How many of us today are struggling to hold conversations with their parents? And the reason for that is somehow you've grown apart or you're so busy with your own little life. And, and this is something you must remedy. They are your gateway to Jannah. So it's extremely important that we understand that ikhwani filah. And uh, really, the Prophet wasallam spoke about the parents in many hadith. And I'm going to share some of them with you. Uh, there is a hadith where the Prophet wasallam said, Raghima anfun, raghima anfun, raghima anfun. Meaning, uh, may he be disgraced, may he be disgraced, may he be disgraced. Who? Whoever reaches his parents alive, one of them or both of them, while they reached old age and did not enter Jannah. Because it's right there. It's as if the Rasulullah is telling us it is so easy to enter Jannah if you have your parents with you, through them. Make, keep, make them laugh, make them happy, keep them pleased, and Allah will be pleased with you. So if you can't even make it to Jannah with that opportunity, it is as if Allah is giving you an easy opportunity to go into Jannah through their, your parents, and you're ignoring that. This is of course someone that is disgraced. Um, Similarly, there's a hadith where the Prophet وسلم, a Sahabi came to him and said, Al-Hijrati-Wal-Jihad. The Prophet وسلم, a man said, Ya Rasulullah, I, I give you uh, an oath that I will migrate to you and I will uh, help you in, uh, and be there for you and, and fight alongside you. Right? This is what the Sahabi said, I will fight alongside you, I will make Hijrah to you, I will be there for you. This is of course a great commitment. A commitment to who? To the messenger of Allah. And did the messenger require help? Yes. The Prophet ﷺ had enemies all over the place that were trying to kill him, that was trying to stop the spread of Islam. The Prophet could use every single hand uh, that can help him. But what did the Prophet say to this particular companion? He said, are your parents alive? He said, yes. And then the Prophet ﷺ, if you want Jannah, that's where you'll find it. Another riwayah, he said, فَفِيهِمَا فَجَاهِدْ They are your jihad. Meaning, if you came here to protect me, to fight for me, to help the Messenger wasallam, what can be more noble than that? Being with your parents and staying with them and helping them, that is more noble. And that will give you more reward. Subhanallah. So the Prophet sent him back to his mother and father. And you'll have uh, another riwayah or another narration that mentions that uh, a man came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, Rasul, I'm going to be with you. And the Prophet asked him, how, how are your parents? Because he traveled away from his parents. And he said, 
تركتهما يبكيان أو كما قال I left them crying and the prophet said go back فأضحكهما كما أبكيتهما and make them laugh the same way you made them cry the prophet sent him back to go back to his parents this man traveled all the way to Rasulullah the Rasulullah sent him back this all should show us the importance and the virtue of our mothers and fathers what does it really mean? So now if you could break it down, what does it mean to disobey your parents, to be disobedient to them? It is basically every type of harm. Every type of harm. And that harm can be physical. It can sometimes be how they feel. So if you make them sad, if you make them angry, if you hurt them in any way, this is all not allowed. This is all not showing them kindness, not showing them dutifulness. You should show them absolutely zero harm. You should keep them happy to the best of your ability. And of course, there are certain obligations upon you. Among those obligations is to take care of their needs. It is wajib upon you to take care of your parents financially. If they don't have anything to eat or drink, or they need their bills to be paid, or they need money and you're their son or their daughter, then you must uh, provide for them. The people whom it is obligatory for you to provide for when they need it are your children and your parents and your spouse. Or your wife. So your parents, to do infaq on them, to give them, it is wajib. Now, of course, if they already have money, then that's fine, and they don't need it. If they ask, you still have to give it. But if they don't need it, and they're fine, then that's, then, uh, alhamdulillah. But especially if they are in need. Especially if, if one is eating and drinking uh, and enjoying life, and his parents are in poverty, this is among the worst types of uquq. Of showing and, and subhanallah This is something that is unacceptable Unacceptable Okay Among the ways is to not do anything That they dislike Don't do anything they dislike Even if it's a small thing Look at how Allah speaks About uh, the parents Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا أُفٍ وَلَا تَنْهَرْهُمَا Don't even say uff to them And this is a basically Don't show them that you're irritated. You know, your mother might tell you, go to that shop and buy me this, and you come back, and she might send you again, and a third time in the rain. That's, that could happen, right? And you're a bit irritated. You're not allowed to show that to them. Don't show that irritation to them. Allah said, don't show it. Don't show that you're bothered. Don't show them, because they never showed you. When you were a, s- a small child, and you went to bed, and your mother had to clean it, and had to feed you, and had to carry you, and take care of you, do you think she showed you irritation? Or when your father was working 50-hour shifts, do you think he showed you irritation? Do not show them disapproval or irritation or that you're bothered. Don't show them anything but a smile. No matter what they tell you, this is how you are kind to them. This is how you are kind to them. And if you do that, so the, Allah is telling us, don't even say oof to them. This is basically... Showing them that you're unhappy, you're a bit bothered by what they're telling you. No. So if that's not allowed, imagine yelling. Imagine argumentation. Imagine slamming a door. Imagine calling them names. These are the highest level of sin. And watch and be careful, my brothers and sisters, that you do not lose Jannah over that. Because the Prophet said in a hadith that three people Allah will not even look at on the Day of Judgment. 
Allah will not even look at, subhanAllah, the day we need Allah to show us mercy, imagine Allah not even looking at you. And among the people that the, the Prophet mentioned was, walidayhi, The one who is uh, unkind, uh, not dutiful uh, to his parents, disobedient, rebellious, abusive. This person, Allah will not even look at him on their judgment. In another hadith, it was that he will not enter Jannah. So the matter is quite serious and we should treat it as a serious matter. Fear Allah with regards to your parents. Show them the utmost love. Show them the utmost kindness. Visit them as often as you can if you don't live with them. Help them financially. Help them with whatever they need. Listen to their stories. Sit beside them. This is your way into Jannah, ikhwani filah. This is your way into Jannah. And this goes for our mothers and our fathers. But especially our mothers. And when we say especially our mothers, this is not taking anything away from the father. They both deserve so much more than we give them. And we need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And khwani filah, one of the saddest things that happen is someone might be praying often. Someone might be giving a lot of charity. Someone might be attending the masjid, but then his relationship with his parents is really bad. And we tend to uh, think or uh, assume that that's not a big deal. Remember, this whole series is about major sins. Major sins. Now, when we see someone, when we see someone that is an alcoholic, that drinks and visits the bar and is engaging in haram, we think they are the worst of the worst. We think that. Right? And it's not good to assume things of people, but let, no doubt the sin is a really bad sin. Right? It's umul khabair. It's among the worst sins. And we will cover that in, a, in one of the following lectures, uh, drugs and alcohol. But normally, a lot of people would say, yeah, that's a pretty bad person. What he's doing is haram. Astaghfirullah. But then many of us, you know, we're wearing our thobes and our hijabs and we're not engaged in the, if you will, the, co- the overt types of haram that everyone can see. But then when we enter our homes, the way we deal with our parents is really bad. To Allah, there's not much difference here. Kabira, kabira. Major sin, major sin. So remember that. Remember when you are uh, abusive to your mother and father, that you're not better than the one who's engaged in alcohol, drugs, adultery, theft. Major sins, ikhwani filah. And this is also another major sin. Do not take it lightly when the Prophet is telling us that the one who is abusive or unkind to his parents, that Allah will not look at him on the day of judgment. Allah will not look at that person on the day of judgment. So think twice. And always keep them happy. Now why is it so important that we must keep our parents happy and pleased with us? Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said in a hadith that رِضَ الرَّبِّ رِضَ الْوَالِدَيْنِ وَسَخَدَ الرَّبِّ سَخَدَ الْوَالِدَيْنِ The pleasure of Allah, the approval of Allah is uh, connected to the pleasure and the happiness of our parents and the anger of Allah to the anger of our parents. If your parents are angry with you, then Allah will be angry with you. So, make them happy. Ask them to forgive you. Show them kindness. Do better. If you feel like your, your relationship is okay with your parents, start making it even better. 
If you feel like it's not as good, start working on it. Obey them. When they want you to do something, do it, ikhwani fillah. Do it. When they want you to spend more time with them, spend more time with them. When, you want, when, when they want you to call them, call them. Right? Use this beautiful opportunity that you have to worship Allah by showing them kindness and inshallah you will get Jannah. Now a lot of times when we talk about the parents, we discuss that the end goal, which is we all want to go to paradise and Jannah, is through our parents. That is correct. But did you know that you can also have worldly benefits with how good you are to your parents? If you reflect upon the hadith of the three men, the three men that they were traveling at night and they were from Banu Israel, this is the authentic hadith, that they then, it's raining and they needed shelter, so they entered into a cave. And while they were in the cave, a, a, a rock uh, collapsed on the entrance of the cave and they could not leave. And they had no water with them and they felt like they were going to die. So they raised their hands and made dua to Allah and they made what is known as tawassul bil a'mali saliha. They made dua to Allah with regards to the righteous actions they've done previously. So they would mention a good action they've done for Allah and say, Oh Allah, based on that thing that I've done, please help us. And this is allowed. This is allowed. So what was one of the, what was one of the du'as that one of them made? He mentioned how good he was to his parents. How he would let them sleep. How he would always give them the milk. He would, he would milk his, his livestock and bring it and he would give it to his parents before anyone else in the household. And one day he came upon them and they were sleeping. And he decided that he would not wake them up, but he would also not give anyone else the milk until they wake up. And he was, he was standing there and standing until they finished the sleep. They woke up and they drank first. Oh Allah, if I have done that sincerely for you, please relieve us from this difficulty. And the rock moved slightly. Not enough because the others were going to make their du'as as well. But the, look at this. Allah relieved their difficulty based on how kind he was to his mother and father. This is one of the benefits from being good to your parents. And of course, الْجَزَاءُ مِنْ جِنْسِ amal. When you're kind to your mother and father, when Allah gives you children, Allah will reward you by giving you good children as well, insha'Allah. In most cases, unless Allah tests you, this is what happens. So, and the opposite as well. How many people have been extremely bad to their parents and then they saw that the same thing happened to them with their children and they didn't take care of them. And ikhwani fillah, this is another thing to be fearful about. If you want your children to show you good companionship, to be kind to you as you go older, do the same to your parents right now and benefit from that as well. So ikhwani fillah, this is a major sin that must be avoided. And so, what are some of the consequences of being disobedient and abusive to your parents? Billah, that you uh, that uh, you are cursed and in one hadith the Prophet cursed the one who is uh, the one that is to his parents the Prophet said that they will not enter Jannah the Prophet said that Allah will not look at him uh, the, the opposite so if you're good to your parents you get Jannah and you can understand if you're not good to your parents where you'll end up these are all reasons for you to change your behavior for the better to show them extreme kindness so Allah can have mercy on you. 
among the ways you can show them kindness, ikhwani fillah, is to make dua for them. Allah instructs us in the Quran to say, kama Oh Allah, show them mercy like they have taken care of me when I was a child. So make dua for your parents as often as possible. What did Prophet Nuh say? Rabbi wali Oh Allah, forgive me and my parents. So making dua for them, showing them the utmost respect, listening to them, obeying them, taking care of them financially or any of their needs, and not harming them in any way, using the best of speech. Allah says, وَقُلْ لَهُمَا قَوْلًا كَرِيمًا And speak to them in a noble manner. These are all things that you should do for your parents, ikhwani fillah. And of course, fear Allah with regards to your parents. Make tawbah if you've done anything wrong. Seek their forgiveness. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you jannah through them as well. Upon that I conclude, هذا وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.